0: The first time is Chirp Radio's Live Lit and Music Series, recorded at Martyrs in North Center. The theme this round was first choice.
1: Up next is Chirp's very own Tony Breed. He's been the 6 to 9 a.m. DJ forever on Friday. He is famous... In his own right he has literally a cult following on instagram because he dances while he dj's and people follow him and it's so cute and endearing and i've also been curious how many dick pics you get tony because um, i feel like when i dj six to nine uh, on thursday um when tony would be the only one up when i'd panic and i'd be like tony help me um but it like got a little creepy but I feel like your, your Instagram following is pretty intense but you add a lot to the radio station to the community also Tony's a great um, artist, cartoonist comic strip artist and so he has some stuff out like you can get it at Chicago Comics, follow Tony at Tony Breed and it's mudlersbeat.com I hear him every Friday 6 to 9 a.m. Big round of applause for Tony Breen.
0: I told myself a year, because that's what they say to do when you've lost a spouse. Uh, No big changes for a year. That means don't move, don't change jobs, and no relationships. And that last one seemed really important to me because... I'm pretty sure I'm the marrying type and left my own devices. I'd have married the first person who stood still long enough. (laughs) A lot of widowers do that. Paul McCartney. Well, okay, it was four years after Lyndon McCartney died, but he's like our rock and roll dad and it felt super fast. But Patton Oswalt, that was a year. And uh, Phil L. wrote two whole Mount Erie albums about how wrecked he was, about his wife's death, and then turned around and married Michelle Williams. It looks weird from the outside, but from the inside, I totally get it. It's hard to be alone when you're used to sharing your life with someone. I met my husband, Eric, in college. We were together for basically my entire adult life. I had never lived alone. I went from my parents to roommates to Eric. I didn't know how to be single. I didn't, frankly, know who I was without him. So when I say it's hard to be alone, I'm not saying like loneliness. It's like an identity crisis. Not to mention how hard it is to suddenly manage the house by yourself, to get the bills paid and mow the lawn and uh, call the plumber and all that, and cooking for one is hard. Well, it's not fun. Um, and Sleeping alone, God, I hated sleeping alone. I had, uh, I had found friends who would just come and spend the night with me to cuddle. Cuddle friends. It was nice, and it made me feel not so sad and lonely. So... I told myself a year, but it had been a year. In fact, 13 months. It was January 2017, and I was ready. I was past ready. I was dying to get someone into my life again. So I looked around at the various guys I'd been chatting with on the gay dating apps. Did you know, side point, you can use those for dating? (laughs) It totally works. I looked around, and I thought, which one will I choose to date first? And I picked Travis. Travis is very handsome and smart and kind. Uh, He's opinionated, which I like. He (laughs) sings, which is kind of a turn-on. And he's not put off by someone talking about death all the time, which I do. (laughs) I kind of have to. Uh, I have tons of stories from my life. Eric and I were together two and a half decades. I've got tons of stories, and he's generally right next to me in those stories. If I tell the stories, I have to mention him. If I mention him, I generally have to mention that he's dead, and that bums people out. Being a widower means you have a built-in conversation stopper in case you needed one. Travis used to be a counselor, counselor in a camp run by a hospice for grieving children. Now there's a man who's not afraid of talk about death. What better first choice for my first real date after the death of my husband? So I invited Travis over for dinner. Now, in my defense, I did not know that in the adult dating world, when you invite someone over for dinner, you're sending an explicit message that you want to have sex with them that night. I didn't know. My last first date was when I was 20. Everything has changed since then. For one thing, there's no online dating in 1991 because there was no online. Sex is a lot less scary now. I mean, you remember the 80s. Or maybe you read about it in history class. (laughs) The general tenor was sex can kill you. But mostly we were kids. We were half-formed humans, and we're all adults now. Adult dating is a whole new world, and nothing I learned from reading Kathy and the funny pages has helped. (laughs) For the record, I just wanted to cook for someone. I mean, sex is totally welcome, but... So Travis came over, and we had a really great time. I really liked him. He's a really great guy. And I felt safe and comfortable enough with him to show him my basement. That's not a euphemism. I actually took him to the basement. We were having a conversation about my house and, like, was the kitchen an addition? And do you want to come down and look at my foundation and see what you think? I took him down into my cluttered, messy basement on the first date. That's trust. We did end up spending the night together, but for various reasons at his place and not mine. He he lives off the Thorndale stop, and all night long, through the old drafty windows, I heard bing bong, doors are closing. So we started dating. We never spent the night together again, because Travis said to me, I know you don't like sleeping alone, and I won't be your bed warmer. And I respected him for that. We dated two three months i don't know a while we saw each other once or twice a week is that normal i have no idea <laughs> eric and i saw each other every day we started having dinner together almost immediately but we were in college we had nothing better to do than spend all our time together now we're adults i'm i'm in my 40s i'm a busy man travis is a busy man i got a 9 to 5 job i got a radio station to help run i got yeah. comics to write so we dated But we never really felt like boyfriends. Were we holding back? Maybe? Things ended amicably when Travis broke up with me, saying I needed to figure out when I was ready. Ready. What the hell? The whole point of this is that I was ready. I had decided that I was ready. But then I said, you know what? We all got our own shit. Travis just got out of a fairly long-term relationship himself, and... He's projecting, probably, like, he's not ready, and that's okay. And we remained friends. Now, fast forward a year and a half later, this would be last year, and I'm telling this story to Michael. Michael uh, was my first official boyfriend after Eric. He also broke up with me, and we've remained really close. So I told him the Travis breakup story, and he gave me a look. What? Well, when you and I were dating... I looked at all the stuff in your house and I thought, where is there room for me here? Wow. So I told Travis what Michael had said, and Travis said, Oh, yeah, I was intimidated by all the stuff in your house. Well, to be honest, I'd figured that out already. The accumulated detritus of two and a half decades together and 15 years in the same house, that's a lot. Also, those boxes that I'd picked up from Eric's office, office, did I really leave those in the front hall for two and a half years? Funny how time gets away from you. So I started getting rid of things. I started right before the whole Marie Kondo thing hit big, so I want you to know that I was doing it before it was cool. I've taken some 500 books and donated them to Open Books to fund their literacy efforts. That just accounts for the upstairs hall. Uh, I've taken at least eight garbage bags full of clothing to the brown elephant so that Howard Brown can fund their (laughs) health clinics. Everything I get rid of is one less object that has power over me, and that feels good, but I've got a long way to go. So that's what I'm doing now. Uh, It's been three and a half years since Eric died. I've given up dating for the time being, though I'm open to serendipity. I've gotten used to sleeping alone, and in fact, I found that I prefer it most of the time. And I'm cleaning. I'm making space, and I'm getting my house and myself ready. It'll come.